So I'm so excited to have our next guest. You might have seen him explode uh, in his fame in 2004 when he was on American Idol. That's right, guys. It is the William Hung on my show. Um, he was a pop culture icon. He still is. He's now working as a speaker. If you guys are wondering what he's up to now, um, he, you know, he encouraged us to be brave and courageous in the pursuit of our dreams. Um, he recently wrote a book, congratulations, and we're going to talk about it. Um, he was also single at the moment, ladies, okay? So, um, you know, uh, just letting you guys know. Uh, but I have a feeling he might not be after this podcast is released. So there's a new book out, and it's called Champion by Choice. Welcome, William. How are you doing? Oh, hi, Lee. I'm excited to be on, uh, on, the, on your show. Yeah, for sure, because it's funny because... We went to the same school, Go Bears. Uh, yes. We went through torture. Uh, but we actually, <laughs> <laughs> and then we also were in like Toastmasters together. And like, it's, it's amazing to see your work ethic, um, just doing the speeches all the time and like turning your message into something that other people can uh, proudly look towards. So I feel like I really admire and respect you for that. Um, so let's dive into uh, my questions. So are you sick of She Bangs now? Are you sick of that song? Uh, you know what? I embrace it. That's it, it because because I I could I could feel like like oh my god why why people uh, could not get past it mm -hmm. but but you know in this world you, you want to be known for something and sometimes right. it's not always uh, always you know the most natural uh the natural thing right because right. like, when I was growing up I was I wasn't thinking oh I'm gonna people are gonna call me the Shebangs guy mm -hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, really, really? Isn't that all our dreams? That's kind of <laughs> that was my dream. My dream was to be known for she bangs, right? Um, so, uh, what was it like auditioning for the show? Uh, it was nerve wracking when I got to see Randy Paul and Simon. Uh, I would say the preliminary rounds when I went through the staff and producers, I didn't feel uh, anything special because. I didn't have any expectations. Right. When, I, when I finally got to see Randy, Paula, and Simon, I still didn't have any expectations because oh. most people don't make it. So I, I, right, I wasn't right. surprised that I didn't make it. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but I was a little bit disappointed to, to get that far. And then they told me to go home. Mm. So uh, how old were you when you auditioned? I was 20 years old. 20 years old and then were you in school right at that time like yes uh, how did you deal with that college and the fame well i just took a few days off school <laughs> i pretended to be sick <laughs> <laughs> that's how i went to audition yeah can you tell us what you were studying civil engineering oh my god civil engineering were your parents thinking you were nuts for studying civil engineering no, that, that that's what they want me to do. <laughs> and you took a little bit of a detour. Um, but uh, how do they feel about it now? Well, uh, they 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 feel they feel okay because I have a government job that's stable. Uh, but 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 they they still they uh, are worried when I take the non-traditional paths like speaking, playing poker coaching do you feel like they'll ever be happy 
them uh i would say when they see the result of of the of my labor like maybe five to ten years down the road then mm -hmm. then they will be happy they, they will be like oh my god how do you how are you able to uh, manage to pay off all this debt? You're doing so much better than before. Mm -hmm. That's amazing because you're world famous now and they're still upset. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's they're like, not upset. I would say they just, they, they worry about me because, because you know, they, they always want to protect me. So they just, they just protective. I see. Um, you feel like it has to do with like their upbringing can you tell us like what was it like growing up for you mm, i i think the one of the the most valuable things i learned uh from my mom is is that uh she actually did not push me to get good grades she was really? yeah yeah she was one of the few parents that don't yeah except because in hong kong i was not getting good grades yeah I mean, did they care at all? Like, what was your philosophy in raising you? Yes. Uh, so my mom, she, uh, she actually wants me to find my own unique value in the world. Mm. And like, I feel like you found it, right? I mean, like, what do you like? What What does she think about you being like American Idol famous and being a speaker and a writer and all that stuff? Uh, uh, she, she, she's 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 actually she's actually um, how do I say it? She's happy, I'm sure, inside. Like, like uh, but somehow she's still worried about about her son. <laughs> oh, I guess it's every parent, right? I guess yeah. Um. So, what made you decide to like audition? When I studied civil engineering, I wasn't doing so well, and I got depressed. Mm. So I spend about 200 hours in the Final Fantasy world. Final Fantasy, oh my yes, god. Yeah, I was playing this game Final for Final Fantasy X at the time, yeah. And, what, that, and then what happened was, was that I, uh, I finally beat the game. Oh wow. But I, I, I was wondering, what if I could become a hero in real life? Mm. So, so one day, I saw this poster at the Clockwork dormitories. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it says talent show. It's like yes, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow, I love how courageous you were in uh, doing that because not a lot of people go to the other side. I feel like okay for those of you listening, Berkeley is like a very tough place. It's like very Darwinian, and if you're in engineering, it's even more so. So props to you for trying out something like totally different. And um, I want to switch gears a little bit because I feel like that risk taking carries over to other aspects of your life. And like, you've actually uh, also been married before and gone through divorce. So like, what do you feel like was the, I guess, like, what are your thoughts on like dealing with it? I guess it's just like, it's for me also, because it's like, I'm like going through all this stuff processing. So like, what advice would you give for people like, marrying and then like divorcing how would you handle i guess like risk taking because i feel like that's the biggest risk of all like marrying because you you're basically saying hey stranger i'm gonna spend my whole life with you and i feel like that's kind of similar to auditioning correct me if i'm wrong but like what are your thoughts on that if you feel comfortable sharing uh, that that is very interesting the way of looking at it yeah so i would say the most important thing is to get clear on the core values that you want the other person to have 
uh, and that's why I didn't get right before. Uh, before I, I married for the wrong reasons. I, I, uh, I, even for the first wife, for first, first ex-wife, I couldn't believe uh, how in my brain I would say yes to marrying her mm -hmm. after just dating her uh, in China in person mm -hmm. uh, for one week. Wow. Like what, 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 wait, wait, because uh, that's amazing that you, because a lot of American guys, they decide for 10 years before they want to marry a girl or waste your time. Like that's, that's very courageous. All kind of amazing, actually. Uh, yeah, I know, but yeah. but but but, 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 but I, when I look back at it, it's it, it, it's I'm something I would never do again because do also, it, it because it's also it also feels like kind of stupid and naive, you know. Like, do you feel like she married you for the fame? If we feel it's a answering, like, do you feel like she like did she know you were famous in America or like? Did you feel like fame played a part in your relationship or not really? Uh, I would say the fame did play a, fa uh, oh, play okay. a part. She, okay. she knew who I was. She, she does some okay. research. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So what, what advice would you give for people trying to pick out the, the proper spouse? If you're like somewhat like um, in your position, like I feel like nobody can reach your position of infamy because you're the William Hong, you'll always be like that's your irreplaceable niche. But like, what advice would you have for like people who are in a position of fame in choosing their spouse? Like I said, really uh, look, uh, focus on the other person's core values core and values. beliefs. So yeah. what would you say are your core values right now? Sure, uh, my, my, my top three are number one, I want the other, I, I want a girl to uh, communicate their feelings honestly. Like whatever is uh, inside the heart, I don't want her to hide it. You know, I don't want her to to have have it have a uh, have the you know if there's any issues, I want it to come up now, right? I don't want it to escalate later. Mm -hmm. uh, so All that's right. number one. You heard? It? Oh, sorry, sorry. Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so two more. The, the the number two is I want that person to be generous. Uh, I, I, I want to, I mean, it doesn't, it's not like you're giving away everything so you don't have nothing. That is not, uh, that, that's not what I mean by generous. Generous mm -hmm. means that, that, you know, in your heart, you always think about how you can give to others. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want, maybe you volunteer for nonprofit. Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe the way you, you approach, approach uh, life, mm -hmm. like, like you, you, you give other people first before you, you serve yourself, right? Little things, it, that, that's observable. You can see it, right? And then, and then finally, the last one is uh, always be learning. I, won't, I don't want someone that that's just stops in life and, like, and says to herself, like, oh, I'm good. I could just go watch Netflix and have beer, have wine. No, I don't want that kind of person. All right. You heard it here, ladies. Uh, you go, go, uh, go into his inbox because uh, he gave you everything. So, um, so now you're a speaker. So what do you, uh, what are kind of the differences between being a singer versus a speaker? How's that life like? Can you describe for us? Oh, it's, the difference between singer and speaker is huge. Completely different things. Uh, singer, the primary goal is to, is to entertain the audience. Uh, 
it's very valuable, very important. We all need entertainment because mm -hmm. otherwise we we won't we're not gonna be happy. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna get sick. You know, we actually need some kind of entertainment from time mm -hmm. to time, yeah. and that's why we have we have our own choices. Whether it's music, video, gaming, whatever. Uh, but speaking, there there's more to it because the goal for speaking is to solve a specific problem, to inspire oh. people, to change the way of, they change the way they look at uh, the issue, uh, to inspire people to take action. So mm. that's what, that's, it's a very different. Mm. And like, how did you get into speaking? Like, did, cause okay, I feel like you could have gone one of two ways. You could have just said, oh my God, this sucks, this is so shameful. Why am I being known for this? And just go into obscurity or you could, um, totally use that to help other people. So like, what made you decide to become a speaker? And like, what, uh, what, what kind of message would you want to spread as a speaker? Oh, you're kind of already spreading it, but I guess just tell the listeners what, what your thoughts are on it. Yes. Uh, so in, t in terms of why I got into speaking, uh, I, three years ago, uh, one of my friends, she, remi she reminded me that my success from my first album, Inspiration, because it was the number one independent album on billboards. Wow. She said how it might not be because of my singing talent. It might be because of my messages in between the songs. Mm. So, so that gave me an idea, a light bulb. That's awesome. I love that. Can you tell us a little bit more about your albums and like how they did? Yeah, so the first album uh, is sold over uh, two hundred fifty thousand copies. Wow, yeah, back in two thousand four. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow, and like, um, what was that like? Just being like an independent artist. It, it was a it was a dream. I still couldn't believe it. It's like it's like all these events that happened in my life. It's like mm -hmm. it's, it felt so surreal to this day. Mm -hmm. It's like wow that happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's incredible. So can you describe with us a little bit about like what it was, what was it like in American Idol? Like what was Simon like? Did you like what what was just that whole process? Like, can you take us behind the scenes? Well, I was standing in line to get called up uh, to audition in front of Randy, Paula and Simon. During the audition, mm -hmm. most most people may uh, have saw the audition. Mm -hmm. uh, it 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 went something. It went something uh, like I sang the song, uh, and then and then Simon stopped me in the middle of my chorus. Mm -hmm. He said, "Thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. You can't sing, you can't dance. So what do you want me to say?" And I said, "I already gave my best. Mm -hmm. I have no regrets at all." Mm. Paula said, good for you. That's the best attitude yet. And yes. I said, I had no professional training. And Simon goes, no. Well, that's the surprise of the century. Mm. I see. So like, how do you deal with that? Because obviously you're put into a position where you're trying your best, but obviously you're not painting in the best light. Like, how do you deal with that sort of uh, treatment? And how do you look at it today? Well, I... I knew that the judges were playing their roles. Uh, so I knew that going in, Simon was the mean guy. 
Randy. Yeah. Did, you, is, did you take it? Yeah, what? Yeah, sorry. I'll let you. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Randy is, the, is somewhere in the middle, and then Paula is the nice lady. Mm-hmm. So you knew already going in, right? Like, I mean, did you? Did it hurt, like, to just hear them say to you, or did you feel like you were like disassociated with it? Like, what were your? What was going through your head when people told you that? I I I wasn't taking it personally uh, oh, because because of the because I already had already that expectation. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. That's really great. I think that's a really healthy way of looking at things. So um, now, um, have you? Did you meet Ricky Martin? Like, what what happened? Yeah. So I, I didn't. I, I I didn't meet Ricky Martin until last year. Oh, uh, even what? though he, yeah, I guess even though he mentioned uh, to uh, sing with me multiple times in the radio on the past, uh, it did. It, it finally happened last year at the Monte Carlo Las Vegas. Mm, wow so what was like what was going through your head when you were performing and everything what was that like i, I it, it was a dream come true <laughs> it, it's a lifelong dream i i had the we i still have the video uh, mm-hmm. it's it's something that uh, i'm very grateful for mm-hmm. it, it, it was an incredible experience mm. That's awesome. And it all started from like one decision to audition. So do you have any tips for our readers, like our listeners on like, uh, on auditioning and just like getting through the door? Like, what would you, what advice would you give? Well, for audition, you could just show up. <laughs> it's, it's really not hard if you, right. if you go on like, the- What do you think? Cause, okay. Cause I guess here's more, I guess. Okay. Cause, uh, People with more talent than you, uh, or, okay, it's going to sound, do you know what I mean? Like people who have more, I guess, how do I say this without coming across as an asshole? Um, Like, why do you think you were so successful versus others? Maybe that's, maybe that's the way to say it. Okay, well, well, this, my my situation was was very unique, uh, and I was at the right place at the right time. Uh, I, I think that about the, the portrayal, yeah. I mean, do you feel it's just uncontrollable because like you were put into this position because like you didn't really, you know what I mean? Like right, right. right. It's it's not it's not like I intentionally <laughs> exactly. It's just near this. You right? were I yeah, you this. were in the right, role, right. right? In a way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that makes it, sense. yeah. Right, right. So, so I, I, I have a pretty good idea. Because yeah. because, I'm not trying to be a bitch on purpose. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, but, no, no. At, yeah. at, at the time, uh, yeah. uh, most of the people that don't make it to Hollywood, they would mm-hmm. get angry. They would get upset mm-hmm. at the okay. judges. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see a need to do that. And that's yeah. made me what made me stood out. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, because you took it so well. Like, just... um. In terms of handling it, you did it so um, with so much grace. So I do, I do appreciate that. Because I think a lot of the criticism leveraged against you was very unfair. Because it's not like you intentionally; it's just your yeah. personal, right? And it's like, and you turned that into speaking. And now you're writing a book. Can you tell us more about um, your new book that's out? It's called uh, Champion by Choice. Can you tell us more about it? Yeah, absolutely. So the new book uh, is called Champion by Choice. Uh, I got this idea from a conference I spoke for last year. That's the theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, was, I love it. I was like, wow. 
that is me. And so, so that's, that's why I came up with that book uh, title and the ideas, like how to become a champion in your life. Okay. Uh, uh, the, the, whole, the whole book is, is definitely more than the American Idol audition. There's uh, uh, events that happened uh, before, during, and after uh, the whole journey. Uh, mm-hmm. And the people can learn that there are like three keys to becoming a champion, mm-hmm. uh, communication, uh, context, and connection. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And where can we buy this book? Uh, usually people find it on Amazon, uh, but they could also reach out to me on willhung.com. Perfect. And um, what causes are you passionate about now? Somehow, I, I, I really um, love turning people's shameful stories into stories of triumph. Mm. Can you tell that? Can you explain that a little bit more? Yes. So, so like, like, like how you, how you uh, mentioned earlier about like, like my like life struggles, right? Like, like divorces, uh, still figuring out the, the, the ultimate path to find, my be- to find the best life. Uh, so uh, everybody has those shameful stories somewhere in, within them. Uh, the, the failures, right? The, the, the frustrations. Uh, it's hard to share it in the right way, but, 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 the, but, there, is a, but there is a better way to approach it because, because the tendency is that either we want to avoid sharing it or we, we share it in a way that, that makes people feel sorry for us, that makes people feel like, uh, uh, or, or you, like, like that for example, let's say you, you um, I, I worked with a client yesterday on, mm-hmm. on a coaching call on this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, she also has stories from her workplace that she doesn't feel good about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so, I, so I, look, I, I listen to her story and it's like, wait, I mean, I mean, the, the, the information is so valuable, mm-hmm. but you don't, you know, I told her like, you definitely don't want to like cry, uh, uh, you know, on yeah. stage about this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because, because even though it's really sad that, yeah. that when you, when you come from that place, you don't, you, people don't see you as a leader, right? They, mm-hmm. they, yeah. the, for some reason it doesn't really work. Uh, it doesn't work very well uh, in the speaking world. Uh, so instead of coming from that, I told her maybe, you can come from a place of empowering other people. What did, what did you learn from that? Uh, what can people take away from that? And, and then and somehow show that you're willing to take some personal responsibility for where, uh, for where you're at and how you want to move forward. Mm. Oh, so can you tell us what kind of people you, uh, you coach, what kind of clients you work with? I would say people uh, with with jobs uh, or, or, or careers or businesses where their work is underappreciated. Hmm. Okay. And can you share with us like uh, maybe some client success stories or like what kind of clients you prefer working with? Yeah. So it's so it's it's not even it's not uh, necessarily a, a, a specific job title, but but some, but some some of the professions I think of would be uh, tax professionals uh, because 
let's face it, nobody wants to uh, de deal with collectors. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want uh, someone to go, uh, knock on my door and talk, uh, call me about, hey, William, you need, you need to pay uh, X amount of money to Uncle Sam. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, so I would uh, say that uh, one of my clients, uh, she, uh, she's actually a vegan, a week, I kind of, I wouldn't, I don't know if a vegan doctor is the best word for it, but she helps people implement like plant-based, uh, whole food diet. Oh, and, uh, and she, uh, somehow finally got her first TEDx talk with, uh, mm. and the way, and the way I work with her to get there is I, uh, refine her idea and then we, we help pitch uh, to to the six local TEDx events, and she finally got it. Incredible, awesome! Here, guys. Okay, um, if you want to get a TEDx talk, uh, Will, if he will accept you as a client, he can help you get there. Okay, that's amazing. Congratulations to your clients and you uh, for helping. That's great. And uh, okay, since it's a funny millionaires, can you share with us like? What's a funny joke or funny situation you like, or like who's your favorite comedian? Ooh, well, the uh, the, the the one of the crazy one of the craziest things that happened in my life was when I uh, first got into dating, uh, mm. because because uh, I I wasn't in a rush to get uh, to get married. Mm -hmm. But somehow my parents were in a rush. <laughs> Maybe they want their grandchildren before before I reach the age of thirty. So mm -hmm. my parents say, "William, come on, you need to get married." <laughs> I, uh, you know, you're did that make old. you want to get married by your parents saying that? Huh? Did you want to get married more because your parents told you to get married? I'm I, I'm I'm not sure because I uh, I feel like uh, the pressure to to say yes uh, because because I saw myself you know traveling performing doing all these other things for for a while uh, I remember the first time I got married was maybe like 2010 2011 that's already like I was already I, I was approaching the age of 30 so yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say, but but I but uh, my dad, he, he he's so desperate that he pretended to be me on an online dating website. Wow, how'd that go? I'm I'm so curious. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he 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 did get uh get some uh, leads <laughs> for wow. me. Yeah, and, and then he told me, oh, all right, all right, William, uh, you know, uh. Go go talk to this girl. Uh, uh, she's she's from China. Blah blah blah. She does this. Did you like her? Was she good? Yeah. Well, we I ended up marrying her. So yeah, I guess I liked her. Oh, the first. Oh, okay, nice. Um, so are you open to dating all women right now, or like, what's your type? So we, the listeners can uh, make a decision. I I, uh, <laughs> I am open to dating um, all women uh, because the way the way I approach it, like I, like I said, I, I really focus on the, the core values first. Awesome. By the time this podcast is released, he may not be single, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, so, um, how can we find you? How can we work with you? Uh, the easiest way is to go to willhung.com 
W-I-L-L-H-U-N-G.com. You can reach out to me uh, on, on my website. There's a contact form. Uh, I have my, my form and email contact information there. And that's the easiest way. Perfect. And any last words of advice for our listeners? Don't never give up your dreams. Take one step at a time. Uh, follow and find your own best path. Mm, that's incredible. Well, thank you so much for this very insightful interview. Thank you for bearing with me uh, through the craziness. I really appreciate it. This has been a very um, insightful interview for me. Thank you so much and looking forward to having you on future episodes. Sounds good.